When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. I can't wait to talk about the games coming up, um, but let's let's take a look maybe first at that Panthers-Eels game because, um, you know, the Eels have been the team... Uh, you know, well, they were the team that beat the Panthers this year. Of course, there was that red card to Nathan Cleary during, but um, they slipped into the top four, you know, with one week remaining in the in the regular season, which gave them that second life and gave them that uh, matchup against the Panthers, who I think Eels fans were confident going into that game, Kempe. You know, a lot of people tipping the Eels. The fans thought this was it. They had the wood over them. They thought after that regular season match. And rather than being a team that sits in third or second playing the Sharks, the Cowboys, they wanted the Panthers. Like e- they wanted that matchup. Every, and everyone had every right to feel confident too, having beaten them twice this year and having the wood over, over seemingly the Panthers. But, you know, the big question was how would Nathan Cleary come back after having a month of football? Yep. And I'll tell you what, how he came back. He came back better than when he left. Mm. And he was the major difference. I was watching the game going, man, this guy... Everything he's touching is turned into gold. And they got into the game. Dylan Edwards, I don't know if you watched watched Dylan Edwards' game early on. Dylan Edwards was taking a carry every single set of six. So he was catching a kick reception and taking a carry. So he's carrying the ball twice in the first 20 minutes and setting, setting the tone for the team along with uh, Isaiah, Isaiah Fisher-Harris um, getting in, stuck into the middle of the park. But then Nathan Cleary stepped up and put that first bomb up and... They couldn't take it. Then he put another one up, and then they just—you could just see. The, oh, it was. It Wonga was. Blake. It was Paul like they, Blake. It was like you know, you know how you how you get a wet cloth and you just <laughs> squeeze all the water out of it. It was like it was like watching that. It was really horrible to watch because the ball's coming down. You go, nah, man, you, you've got yeah. to get this one. Yeah. And next minute he drops it, and, and, yeah. and you just knew that Nathan Cleary was just. He was just tightening up the the, yeah. the valve, mate, and 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 they got him in the end. And he's a he's a real confidence guy for me, Kempi. When you watch State of Origin, I think you saw that Queensland. You get a hold of Nathan early, and you squeeze. To use your analogy, you squeeze. You put the pressure back on him, and that's where I think he starts to second guess himself. But see what happened in that Eels game is once he put up a couple of those bombs, saw that Wonga Blake was vulnerable, it, his eyes light up. And he just becomes almost a completely different player. Um, he ended up having two tries, just 108 run beaters and three tackle breaks. I actually thought um, relative the first half was actually relatively good for the Eels. I actually thought they were they were holding their own. I thought, hey, they, they might actually do this. Well, it, was, could, it was it was a going it was going okay. Like they they couldn't get um, any points out of themselves to, to sort of build pressure back on the Panthers. Panthers were just you know defending really really well. And then when they lost Mitchell Moses, they basically lost. I guess that that added, what do you think, that confidence that that Penrith Panthers have around Mitchell Moses' kicking game. You know, and I thought Dylan Brown probably didn't have one of his better games. Um, He looked to, he sort of was caught in two minds. He looked to run the ball. He he needs Moses. He needs him there. He's one of those guys, he just needs that guy outside him. Yeah. And and in the end, just Penrith were clinical. 
you know, they just went to work. Their bench worked really well. I thought it was there was a lot of spite in there. I don't know if you noticed that, but there was a lot of spite, a lot of um, verbals going on in the tackle. Linu, I don't know if you see him. He was calling out a number oh, of players. I saw, old I saw school, that one actually. And, uh, yeah, he was, was thinking, calling out. Um, who was he calling out? Um, Papaliti. It was Jose yeah. Papaliti. Yeah, yeah, and I was thinking, man, they they actually. This is this is one thing that I, f- I feel a little um, that other teams get done by here is by that they can really push the letter of the law with the referees. Mm. If you if you remember, there's one stage in the game and Crichton goes in, you know, there's nothing wrong with the tackle. Um, he goes in and he pulls a player off the and, and the referee stops the play. Now, he should have penalised Crichton, mm. but in the end he turned around and he penalised Parramatta. And mm. I'm like... That's what they get away with. Yeah, true. They can do anything, and the referees panic and give them the penalty. So I think they they run that letter of the law really well. But mate, they're the benchmark. And that, and that goes back to that comment that was made a few months ago about referees favouring team, you know, top teams because the assumption is that this team is the best because they're the best, and you naturally, I guess, as a as you know, as a human, you don't penalise them thinking, oh, well, they can't be. You know what I mean? Because because they're at the top, whereas a team that's struggling, oh, well, they're going to give away more penalties because they're struggling, et cetera. And, the, and they're consistent with the way that they behave. That's the that's yeah. the big, you know, the way that they carry on and their, their high energy and they're playing mm. everything at at at, uh, at a faster pace. When they do things like and Crichton runs in and it's still happening at a faster pace, the referees, pa- I reckon they just sort of panic. Yeah. And they go, well, there's nothing wrong with Penrith because they're on the top of the, they're on exactly. the, top of the game. Exactly. It must be Parramatta. Yeah. So well, it's, a, it's a bit unfortunate that Parramatta didn't get through. I don't think they... Um, come out of this game feeling a hundred percent. You know, they. I think they threw a lot, a lot of the eggs in that same basket, thinking they might have got per, uh, Penrith. Yeah. I don't know whether they can get up this week. Yeah. Um, we'll go through uh, the game against the Raiders uh, in the next hour. Um. So, look, I thought um particularly the middle forwards as well in that second half of Penrith just went to work, and that's what teams that are that are going to face them um in the semi final and the final are going to going to work out is that you got to you got to contain those guys in the second half James Fisher Harris I think I read that he had um 100 13 carries for 100 meters and 25 tackles in just the first 33 minutes yeah. you know in his first stint I mean they just dominate the middle of the park don't well, they There's... see Ivan's got such a good bench that he just tells boys and and he, I don't know if you watched the pregame and Ivan said you know it's all about the start like, we need to start really well, get into the game, make sure we build pressure and just stay at that tempo, keep that tempo going. So you look at Dylan Edwards, you look at Fisher-Harris, look at Campbell Gittard, um on the oppos- opposition, you know, just trying to battle and keep with them. Mm. And they were making – Parramatta Middle were coming up with the errors, you know what I mean? So I just I just think with his bench, when he makes those, those changes through that middle of the park, it actually allows players to do that. 100, 100 metre carries, 13 carries in the first 33 minutes. Yeah. If he didn't have that back up on the bench, we talk about this about the Warriors. Yes. When you make those changes, that momentum stops. It doesn't stop with, with Penrith. And I think that was that happened with RCG as well. He did match them when he was on, but you, as soon as he was off, you, you, took, you saw a market shift in the yield. So um, a comment from Brad Arthur after the game, he said, we didn't give ourselves a chance in the second half with uh, lack of field position, too many red zone errors. At 8-7 with 30 minutes to go, we gifted them field position. We were going set for set. And we were the first to break, really, because we made a couple of bad errors which gifted them cheap possession, and they got weight off of Nathan Cleary's kicking game. He kicked us to death. We can't be throwing a blame at Wonga Blake for making those errors. We need to defend them, and we need to move on to next week. So Brad Arthur, pretty um, keen to, to flush the dunny and move on. Who was your player of the game then? Uh, oh, Nathan match? Cleary, hands down. Um, you know, Wonga Blake, I think, you know, without... 
the coach saying, mate, you should have caught those footballs. What he's saying <laughs> was he was looking for a better reaction because he knew that the kicking game was coming. What yeah. was really surprising for me, and I mentioned this last week on on running it straight, is that you would have, you'd see Nathan Cleary hitting the ground a lot more because he'd been off for four weeks. You know, um, it's a tactic that coaches use when players are coming back and making them get up and down off the ground as much as possible because it chews up some energy. Mm. Mate, in that first half, they never got to him once. He was he was playing. I was surprised by that actually. Yeah, oh, I yeah. would have thought they targeted him even off those kicks and like even if you give away a penalty, Kempe, you know, early on in the game, but you're trying to send a message to him. I don't think that's the worst thing. You know, yeah. they they almost seem scared to to do something wrong. Well, you know? it is. It, it's it's running the gauntlet in it when you when you're getting to him late. You you've got to stay away from those halfbacks. That that's right. But there's nothing wrong with you know cuddling him and falling down on the ground with him and making him stand back up. Yeah. You know, and generally, if you're there or thereabouts, that's that's what they'll try and make you do. So, um, I think they missed that part. I think I think uh, Brad Arthur will. You know, if they get another shot at it, they might might do it differently next time. But any team that plays Penrith, if they do not get to Nathan Cleary um, and put kick pressure on them. That's probably one of the biggest parts of the, of the game you're going to lose. So Panthers move on. They get a week off. Um, Eels will play the Raiders. We will talk about that game in the second hour. Um, the Raiders and the Storm game, what we might do, Kimby, uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Uh, we'll talk the Raiders v Storm. And then remember, after 2.30, we're going to get Terry Campisi on, the former Canberra Raiders hard man. Get him to cast his eye over um, how the Raiders might be sitting uh, this year, whether or not they can go all the way. Do they have all the uh, all the pieces they need? Um, we're going to catch up with him after 2.30. 230. 2.30. But we'll take a break. Um, text through on double eight double three if you want to uh, have your say or give us a call 0800 150 811. Can't forget my Auckland family catching the high ball under the bright lights at Eden Park. Man, I love playing. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.